Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode nine of Warped, the unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. I'm Sean Mason. And I'm Matt Bibb. So today we are watching, uh, if you're watching Star Trek on Netflix, they call it uh, episode season one, episode 10, Dagger of the Mind. Uh, so right now we've got 50 minutes and 27 seconds on the clock, and I'm going to be pressing play in a little while. Get yourself a drink, and in three, two, one, play. Dagger of the Mind, Shakespeare reference, I know that's not. Yeah, you know what? I saw that this was the episode we were going to watch. I assumed that it was the episode where the Star Trek acting, I mean, the Shakespeare acting truth. I did too. Had, had I did come too. on board. Because I, I, I didn't make that up, right? There's an episode yes, where they. Yes, it's coming up. It's called The Play is the King. Or it, it's it's about the death of the king or something oh, okay. like that. Conscience of the King? Is that yeah, what that one's uh, called? Yes, that's what it's called. Yeah. I thought that was this one. No, yeah. Because of the Shakespeare reference. Anyways, my first time watching this, uh, so I don't understand the technology of the transporters. <laughs> well, it's made up. So well, I understand that, that. But it seems... There is now, no actual technology. I understand. <laughs> it's fiction. <laughs> yes. My, theory, my, my point, though, is this. Is it just in Next Generation that they start to be able to transport from one point to another point without needing the transporter room yes do they have they never do that in no not show? on this old show okay where you could just beam from place to yeah place. they would beam themselves beam me directly to sick bay right, right yeah they don't do that on this okay so then i understand why they have to place the things specifically on the circles yeah you got to be on the circle or it doesn't work Everybody knows and that you that. must only be able to bring people from the other area back to a circle. Yeah, that's right. That's how it works. But that I, changes I mean, in next generation. Yes, that's how, that's that's how it works. I'm making air quotes. Yeah, they, people can't within see. Within the show. Yes, that's how it works. That's how it works. But they change that. There mm -hmm. used to be, back in the day when I was a real hardcore Star Trek nerd as a kid, there used to be books that were called like the Star Trek Technical Manual. And it was like blueprints, like imaginary sure, blueprints sure, of sure. like, here's how the internal circuitry of the transporter works. And like, here's which what button does what, I love you know, those. like you had to push the right button yeah. to make shit work on the transporter. Well, I remember listening to podcasts. They were talking about the <laughs> uh, the uh, the the like bottom eight decks of uh -huh. the Enterprise being a fuel pod. Oh, okay. That's like, at least on Next Generation, at least on Enterprise D, that's like the the bottom eight decks are like a big vat for the for the fuel. Uh huh. Uh -huh. This guy looks a lot like Henry Gibson. Remember Henry Henry Gibson, little oh. short guy from Magnolia. Here we are. We're at the uh, uh, whatever you call this. These are the, the opening credits, Sean. Opening credits. This so is this read. is what we're this is called a television program. <laughs> I'm gonna read the the specs of this episode. So as I said, uh, on IMDb, season one, episode nine, Dagger of the Mine. Kirk and psychiatrist Helen Knoll are trapped on a maximum security penal colony that experiments with mind control, and Spock must use the Vulcan mind meld to find a way to save them. Is this the first episode is, with the Vulcan mind it meld? Is the in first it? with the mind meld. Sorry. 
Huh. And it got a 7.5 out of 10 stars. That's okay. That's a C. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty solid. I, I, from comparison to what, like when I watch some of the other episodes, the rating that they get versus what I think it is. Yeah. Or can be disparate. This, sure. This one feels about right. Yeah. No, after, after I watched this one the other day, I definitely was left with a feeling. Oh, all right. Uh, which is yeah, <laughs> kind that's of not more, always the case with some not, of these episodes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do not hate myself for having spent fifty-five minutes with yeah. this. Yeah, but surefire uh, writer's path to success is name your script after you know a Shakespeare reference. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, Star Trek always—they always liked a pretentious episode title. There's some stuff in here. Yeah, yeah. For the world is hollow, and I have touched the sky. Comes to mind. <laughs> That's a real episode coming up. <laughs> I didn't make that up. Were you make Matt? Were you making an observation about um, Morgan Woodward? Is that who this guy Wait, is who character. crawled out of the box? Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing that always gets me about Star Trek technology is that it's supposed to be incredibly sophisticated, but it also like misses a lot. Like <laughs> you would think the transporter would go. There's hey, did you guys know here. there's a dude in that box? <laughs> dude in here. Like you're supposed to be beaming up something else. I don't. I don't even know what. Yeah. But if you're transmitting just FYI, matter, there's a dude in there. Yeah. A prerequisite for transmitting matter is like knowing what that matter is. Yeah. Somehow. Oh, you know how I was saying all the buttons do something supposedly. Apparently, Nimoy was like such a method actor that he really did have in his mind like this button what, does what, what the, I think you know it, when he's sitting he's at his to, yeah, he's yeah, sitting yeah. at his fucking console and he's like I know what that these <laughs> so buttons do this he would always use the same he would, button yeah he, had I, a, he was a re, you know he took his job seriously I mean how else would you make this cardboard bullshit believable <laughs> yeah. I mean it, it definitely required more of the actors to help us suspend our disbelief now the one thing about this episode that it takes a long time to get to where you have any idea what the threat is. Well, there's a crazy person well, but on they, the ship. That's yes, the threat. That is right now. There's an immediate threat, but that threat gets subdued within the first five minutes. Right. All right. So that threat is gone almost immediately. It's a misdirect. And then you spend the next 25 minutes and you still don't know what the threat is. That's right. So what was that guy's credits? What other? What was it? Oh, he's that guy has some IMD. Uh, yeah, he's credits. done a ton of, yeah. of he, western yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's primarily known for western he's, stuff, he, he, particularly uh, he Gunsmoke. He was in Cool Hand Luke. Oh, he was on Dallas, The Life and Times, Life and Legend of uh, Wyatt Earp. Yeah, I read that this was a The Adventures like, of Briscoe County Junior. Hey, <laughs> this would have been a major departure for him. There's a show we could do a podcast about. You know, I Frisco never County it. Junior. It's funny. I, so I went to uh, Universal Halloween Horror Nights last week. You did? Oh, really? Yeah. And they okay. have an Ash versus Evil Dead maze. Oh, okay. So there's a there's a bunch of guys with Bruce Campbell masks. Uh huh. Like with a chainsaw. And chainsaw hand hands that sort of pop out. Now they don't attack you. They're not Me. supposed to. Let, they're like. Well, attack. yeah, they're the good guys. They're trying to protect you from. A monster that's chasing you, but they still sort of jump out. Yeah. It's a creepy mask. <laughs> See, because it looks pretty good, but it's not like, you know, it's obviously still a mask, uh -huh. but it's still definitely Bruce Campbell. But it's cool, like, as you walk through the the gourd uh, basement. Yeah. 
you get to go through his. I mean, you watch the show, right? The, the uh, yeah, stars. yeah. So you know how he goes home, yeah, and his boyhood home, yeah, has got slashy, ashy paint, yeah. So you go through that, and then you go through the house in the forest. So, who'd you go with? Uh, so I went with my brother-in-law and his his husband and his husband's family. So he, he so yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of a convoluted. I got Anyways, no, I got you. He's I got a, that. he's got a niece. That's like 14. Uh-huh. And so her and a couple of her friends came and me and Nick have done this for a long time. We go, we go to not scary farm once a year. I've never been to one of those. I've, been I've to never the, been to not scary farm. If you like sort of that, you know, sort of those. I don't. Uh, well, then you wouldn't <laughs> enjoy it. I don't like, I don't like, I like the idea of, you know, walking around and stuff, but I don't like that. You're just, First of all, all I hear is that you stand in line for hours waiting for to get into the maze, which doesn't seem it, like fun. it was crowded. If it's not too crowded, they're fun. If you got to wait, if long you're going lines, through the maze, I mean, all that happens is shit jumps out yeah, at you. Yeah, right? I mean, there's some cool. Like I know there's a like at Halloween Horror Nights, the the sort of the mazes are really cool because they've got the fucking product. You know, mm-hmm. they've got the money and they've got the facilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To so they do make it really look well. really good. Like yeah. the scary, not that scary farm isn't as good because the production value is not as good. Uh huh. But there's more stuff to do at Not Scary Farm because there's a lot more rides. Yeah. You know, Universal, they only really have a couple of rides open because they shut down Harry Potter Land uh-huh. during it. So you can't even go. What? Oh, you couldn't even go you in can't there. Go in at all. Oh, okay. It shut down. They didn't turn it into something else. But what's cool is they open up the back lot, the New York uh-huh. area, oh, of the okay. back lot. So you walk back there, and three of the mazes are back there. Ah, okay. And you also walk through sort of like scare zones where there are people like just on the street. It's uh-huh. not a maze specifically, but there'll be creatures sort of walking through the streets that uh-huh. scare you. And they have that on the back lot, so it's kind of cool because you get to walk around the New York back lot. A universal, and then they have they had a shining maze. They saw the Stanley Kubrick. Uh-huh. There was a guy. You walk through a, the hotel. Yeah, there uh-huh. was a guy with a Jack Nicholson mask that was sort of jump out, and then there was a. Woman. Did they have the two little creepy girls? They did on a video screen. Uh huh. And then the video screen, like, and it was just a, there was like a creepy, uh, like kid on a on tricycle, a tricycle on a big like, wheel. Yeah, like a doll. An actual practical doll on mm-hmm. a tricycle staring at the video screen of the girls. Uh-huh. So it was kind of a creepy little room. <laughs> and then they had, like, the bathroom, and they had a, a Shelly Duvall, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Shelley yeah, Shelly Duvall. A person, like, with a knife. Uh-huh. And then Jack Nicholson, like, broke through the wood and said, here's Johnny. And... Oh, and the last line of the... Of the because they have recordings going on overhead. Uh-huh. The last line of the Ash versus Evil Dead, he, like, popped out. And then you just heard groovy. <laughs> it was awesome right before you exited. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't for, think it's for me. Not for you. I, I enjoy them. I enjoy them from a sort of like, I sort of like to analyze. I don't get scared. They call me the wall because I just sort of stand in front and yeah. they don't, I don't, they ignore me because I don't, stoic. I don't jump. So I'm no fun for them. Yeah. So they just sort of ignore me when they jump out. <laughs> oh, Screeny. Screeny. Uh, oh, it's our old pal Screeny. But okay. Like I said. Telling us what's going on. How long on. have we been watching? They've already subdued the guy. Right. They've got him 
sedated in the medical room. Yeah, no, no, you're totally right. It be and it becomes like once you even get on the penal colony, it's like look. You still don't yeah, know yeah. what the threat is. Yeah, yeah, like welcome, welcome. <laughs> look at this. We're clearly not to blame. Look at this over here. No, there's no threat to you here. Yeah, I mean, it takes and you 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 sort of know you sort of guess that it's got to yeah. do something, but they don't reveal what it is or even its effects really, other than this guy. Like, on the penal colony itself, there doesn't seem to be this ill effect. Right. For there to be a threat. But I, I was staying, thinking to myself, I'm going, Star Trek has really started to become a, we should not allow old white men <laughs> to run a planet. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. how? so this is the ninth episode of this we've and done? And it's happened, I think, it's four happened or five please. times. There was Nurse Chapel's yeah, fiance. Yeah, the, uh, there was the salt vampire the salt, down on the, the planet. Monster. Yeah, uh, it's always a dude on a planet, they, uh, up to no good. Yeah, the one with the robots. The android, yeah, right. the android like the episode. The part of it's of. the structure of the show, right? You got to have somebody on a planet somewhere, right. or on a ship somewhere. Sure. It, it's it's always going to be well, what is what like is the a, guest star problem of the week? I like I, and I guess the guest stars were always going to be old white men. It was so, going to be old white men. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of because uh, it was 1966. Now, they got they they start they do start to go away from them going to a planet and it being someone from their world. Yeah, that is sort of they start more going to planets where they encounter the people of that planet alien, and actual their aliens. issue. They did that in Miri. But I think true. that was the first one. But no, really. those weren't those people from Miri? Weren't those people from Earth that had crash landed on that planet? Yeah, but... Not, I, or I, developed a society it, based that, on... Even it's still... The society was there. It wasn't... Every other one, it was somebody that they knew. Right, and, that they had a personal connection yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was like, so... Space is very small, yeah, Sean. You, know. you just keep running into people you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah they mean, haven't done a lot of, like, alien aliens, the only, right? The only alien... We I haven't had a Klingon episode yet. Only, we haven't no, had a Romulan no, episode Romulan yet. episode's coming up soon. I think it's in the next couple. We haven't had uh, Kirk, Spock's father and all those No, aliens. I haven't really gone to the, we haven't gone to Vulcan yet. I mean, next... There hasn't been a lot. Of, where's the winds of the Gorn? We haven't had the Gorn. Uh, that's that's season one, but it's still a few episodes away. After they start doing more of that after the menagerie. Oh yeah. I don't know if they sort of reset themselves because they start to do more. Because then you start to get even you start the one you get where it's not necessarily an alien, like they're humanoid people. Yeah. But they live in 1920s. Yeah, the Mary thing was kind of... Uh, <laughs> That's a great one. Like, is this laziness? The Chicago, the the Chicago one where they, episode? Where they based their entire uh, society right. on a book on about a, gangsters yeah. that they found. That's a terrific episode. <laughs> so you want to know what else was on TV on November 3rd, 1966? F-Troop. That's right. It's been F-Troop every week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, I think... I think Somebody in one of these episodes was a fairly large, was a main character on F Troop. Uh huh. Maybe, maybe one in this one. And I was like, oh, I bet he was going against himself that night. He was uh, well. The F Troop came on in a half hour before Star Trek. Oh, so, so they weren't. They were not in direct, direct competition. Oh, all right. Well, what was what was on that night? Now? Direct comp. Well, so Star Trek. We talked about this. Came on at eight thirty. It was still Daniel Boone. A bizarre. Yeah. So Daniel Boone was the lead in. And uh, 
that show called The Hero that starred Richard Mulligan was the, oh, the was the, the lead out. It was a Western sitcom. Right. Uh, My Three Sons and Bewitched were sort of the big competition directly against. And that Jay. was on. Uh, My Three Sons was on CBS and Bewitched was on ABC. Okay. And then That Girl. And then Hawk, which is some sort of show starring Burt Reynolds. The Burt Reynolds one. Yeah. Got it. All right. But I mean, that My Three Sons, you know, Bewitched combo, that's hard to resist. Well, yeah. I mean, like you said before, what. You would have been switching the channel some of the time. Yeah, well, that was because they were up against the great well, pumpkin. Well, that's true. That, that, I mean, that would be hard. They were always going to lose to the great pumpkin. Kirk's got a nice smirk on his face there. What else is new? <laughs> that guy's all smirk. James T. Smirk. <laughs> but uh, what are we at? Halfway point of the episode? Yeah, about. And they still haven't figured out what the problem is. Yeah. The only thing that's happened is this crazy person ran muck and they subdued him. And that he was from this penal colony, right? <laughs> penal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Morgan Morgan Woodward's character. Interesting about thing about him, he was one of the actors they actually brought back to play another role. On, on Star Trek? On Star Trek. Trek. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 intense, sweaty acting that yes. is done in this episode. It is, yeah. it is good. It isn't. Yeah, it's, he's great. It's definitely yeah, a step above. The the woman who was in charge of spritzing people worked hard. There's on show. a lot of. There's a lot of sweat acting. This episode has a lot of sweat acting. Kirk gets real sweaty in it too. Oh, this is a great. Kirk. Whenever they're infected with a virus. Uh, Kirk, uh, uh, moment. Whoa. Hello. You mean the doctor we requested is a woman? A woman doctor? What? what? <laughs> I know this is the future, but come on. <laughs> the, the Let's not lose our minds here. The, the score that comes on at this point really makes me feel ashamed. Oh, I know. It's just a... Is it? It's like yes. stripper music? And it's just like, oh, well, like... It felt like I'm watching something super salacious. <laughs> so this this woman. Oh, they have a past. Yes, she remembers. She had a moment with him that he does not remember. Uh-huh. Right at a Christmas, at a Christmas party. party. <laughs> Kirk's like, I have banged a lot of lady doctors. You banged me on the photocopier, dude, at the Christmas party. All right, where does where does she stand on, on your right, well, you know, I, re, I updated the thing. I, I I don't know. She's definitely. I will say this. She's definitely now the hottest crew member in my mind. I just I I love that they just basically like I didn't remember them ever being that explicit. Where he just basically says, "Oh yeah, you you remember me? I definitely remember you." Like, oh. They totally fucked those two. Yep. They're not even trying to hide it. Yep. It's not quite so blatant as well, that they banged, but yeah, it's definitely there. She was in The Godfather. She also has a unusually, like, shorter than normal mini yes, skirt on. Yes, yes, she does. She has her junk hanging out. <laughs> she was in The Godfather 2. This woman was? Yep. She played Diana Corleone. Huh. Wow. She was in High Plains Drifter. So this is one of those episodes where they've picked, they've got a random guest star on instead of using one of the regulars for right. this, right? 
Like, why is she going down there with him? Right. Why isn't it? Right. Why isn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why aren't one of the regular actors getting to do yes. this? They're getting paid to be there. They have a, they, they, you, Did you see why that she's getting to go? What the reason why? No. I was okay. Paid. They. They. He wanted a psychiatrist that had specific in, uh, insight into penology. Right. <laughs> she was a. She both. I know this girl, <laughs> and she knows penology. Yes. He asked. He asked Bones, Bones right. to give him this. <laughs> This Reference. Bones. 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 I need a penologist. <laughs> Bones. Your name sounds like you should be a penologist. So, they've come down. Yes. They've come down to check out this. So this is a prison. Yes. So this guy has sort of revolutionized the penal system. Uh-huh. Right. By making it a not so much a jail as it is a Right, it's center. a rehabilitation. Yes. Like these people all are, are ill. And what he's they, really doing they, they is brainwiping them. Yeah. Exactly. But we still haven't gotten there yet. Well, we figured out the plot before Kirk did. Yeah, not this upsettingly zombie-like yeah, woman yeah, that comes in. bonker eyes. Yeah. I, Ooh. One of her eyes is bigger than the other one. Yeah, it's... And they don't point in the same they direction. They don't. Yeah. That's, yeah. They don't seem to be the same at all. Here, take these relaxants in your eye, actor. <laughs> now walk on stage. Acting. So is this chick going to get jealous of Kirk and this other one? No, person? she really is not ever brought back. I don't <laughs> just once, I think. But there's, she's just evidence that, yes, there is a plot in this episode. Going on. They, yeah, this was just like... A, a foreshadowing of what you're going to get. This guy is also that, a fairly well-known. Yeah. Actor. James Gregory is playing. Ah, uh, yes, James Gregory. <laughs> that well-known. He's in the beneath the Planet of the Apes. Oh wow. Sure. He's in the Manchurian Candidate. He is. You're right. You guys did some research. You know. He was on Barney Miller. Great. Uh, the Comeback Kid. Did <laughs> you see that John Ritter baseball no. movie? No. Yeah, where he plays a baseball Nice. There's a John Ritter baseball movie that the I haven't seen? Kid. How is that possible? Is he, he's like an old older guy going yeah, back yeah, into yeah, baseball? Yeah, exactly. He's got a family. The title gives it away. Yeah, he's got a family sort of going back to make, to, so that he can. It's those same rock walls. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is this their brain wipe chamber? So you were saying what do we you were saying about we never raped the, 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 the girl in this. Right. Do we put her above Andrea? Uh, who currently sits at number one? I personally do not. No. That's my Yeah, I I arrived at the same conclusion, I think. She's probably Which number one two. Was Andre? The robot. The robot. The from what a little girl's made of. Oh, okay. She's at top. She's at number one. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I, I don't, I'm not voting. I just. She had the revealing costume boost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The yeah. Costume help. Yeah. Spinny. Spinny. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So he's sort of. This is the guy that sort of divulges the. the he's <laughs> going to give away. But the problem. One of the things that the mind wiping does. He implants things in him that make, if they think of certain things, it, it makes it very painful. painful uh, so like, he doesn't so want to recall them. Clockwork orange bullshit. That's why yeah. he is. 
yeah. freaks out in pain every time he tries to tell, tell the, the yeah on. the truth about what's going on. I don't have any idea if it's true, but like I read that the intensity of this port performance was so great for him that he was like distant from his family for like the next two or three weeks after this. <laughs> like so, it was such a departure for him to do this after doing all those westerns. Western. He was uh-huh. like he was like thankful for the role. Like he he never got to do any <laughs> acting like this. I'm sure it was some form of like oh yeah we got some gold up in them heels. Like, that, that kind of acting, you know. Yeah, and or he, he played like shit. Where he was just sort of yeah. stoic and stayed in exactly. his appearance. So he liked this because it gave him a chance to cut loose. Yeah, he had to stretch I'm going to do normal. some real acting now. <laughs> yep. You are going to see some real acting. I'm going to sweat. He and I am going to bug my eyes out. Sweaty, sweaty yeah, episode. You are going to see some real acting from me. Well, good for him, I guess. Yeah. I feel bad for his family. Now. <laughs> well, it was only a couple of weeks. <laughs> Sounds thing. terrible. Maybe he was. What's a- wrong with Daddy? <laughs> daddy was on Star Trek, and now he's lost. His maybe, mind. maybe that was good for his family. Maybe yeah, he was maybe. kind of an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> treated his family poorly. Yeah. They were like, "That was the greatest two weeks." Dad was never around. <laughs> he was quiet, but he was running around murdering hookers. He was really dehydrated, but <laughs> he was really dehydrated. But it was peaceful. So we've now seen the mind wiping. Oh, okay. That's what that machine, little thingy yes. about Baba was. Yes. Yeah, but it's still like, uh, it's a necessary and no, pleasant. It doesn't really do anything yeah. to him. It just calms him down. And she's like, yeah, we have that on Earth. They do it all the time. It's no big deal. Yeah, it but, can't be misused. <laughs> he, he is the old white man that runs this planet. So <laughs> he, it seems pretty legit. So, <laughs> what, why be why, suspicious? Why are we questioning this man? Like, I don't understand. And the doctor is not the female doctor is not being helpful at all because she just no, basically said she just undercut. She it. just basically yeah, said like, oh, this yeah. all looks fine yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, she's not doing her job at all. <laughs> she's just riding in line. She's literally like standing next to the bad guy instead of standing <laughs> next to Kirk. She's like, this all seems completely legitimate, right down to the weird hippie <laughs> breast <laughs> holding him, hands you know, as they holding walk a dove. Him. Of these jail, yeah, right. The insignia, the insignia. It's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, the sun over it's the a sun and a hand and a dove. dove. Yes, it's it's like it's like hand crocheted by Sister Agnes's Sunday school class. Yeah, a little bit. So there's there's another bug eyed actor yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, this guy is getting so that this is where they're revealing that that we can make you. That's got to be a directorial choice. Like, what is this? You know, telling the actors how to. Because you're making all this up, right? And right. Science fiction what wasn't it, as what would it? What would that? If this were what were happening, to yeah. You, what would and that it wasn't like, like there was a lot of science fiction back then, so you were probably working with actors who had never been in science fiction before. So, on some level, you have to explain to them what it oh, even oh, what it even Especially is, like right? At this point in time, like I think you've got probably, some guest actor on. You probably nowadays it's not. You wouldn't have to explain it at all because there's a six million science yeah, fiction. Yeah, so that, you're right. Absolutely, you're right. That would have been a weird thing for actors, especially as some guy so who did westerns as, right. a, as a career. So it does what? <laughs> it does what? Yeah. You look at the light and what happens? I love how in look. Just bug out your eyes. We're gonna spritz you down. I love. It'll how, be fine. I love how in this episode, like every shot of the neuralizer or whatever that thing is in the ceiling is an extreme close up. And you're like, oh wait, they didn't bother building a real prop 
at all in this episode. It's just that light that just and, they keep showing that and, light. And, and it could be like about the size of like a little like keychain flashlight. That's the sense I get. Just shot extremely, extremely, extremely close up. up. <laughs> Do they never show the person sort of looking up at it? I don't it? think so. It's either like a side shot or like super close up on their face and upper torso. Yeah. Yeah, as much as she the the lady doctor like is smitten with uh with Kirk, she's she's definitely a fangirl of She's the... really not doing what she needs to be doing. No, yeah, she totally begged. If Bones was down there, Bones would oh. be asking some hard questions. Bones was up uh, he was up in it from the beginning. He was Even, like this is outrageous. He was not a fan of the yeah. penal colony plan in the first place. Unless right. there was an age appropriate lady doctor running that planet, then <laughs> his judgment well, wouldn't be so clear. Right out the window. No. You know Bones would be like Jim, I don't like people poking around in <laughs> other people's minds. You know, is it this one? I think this might be. It's either this one or the next one. One of the episodes is the first time that Bones. He doesn't say the specific like, "I'm a doctor, Jim." Not a da da da. It's close, but he it's says something close to it. It's close. A, it's really close to it. He and says it, something like, "Well, it's not like I'm a blah blah blah." Yeah, it, uh, I almost remember. It's like a shuttle, something, yeah. a shuttle attendant or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like they should be paying more attention to this guy. He is clearly trying to convey something to them. Well, this is where they finally. Come <laughs> and they're it's, just it's like. It's in order to get the information out that they finally do, do the, the mind Vulcan, mail. Yeah, the Vulcan mind mail. Oh, okay. Spock's like, this is the only way yeah, we're going to get I any can get in. I can get into his head if I do the mind mail. <laughs> but look at that face. That is some, look at his face. I am going to act ma- so much. He maintains that face for a long yeah, time. Take like, 16 of 24, at least, you know, and he's. <laughs> He's got some wear. <laughs> got some I mean, wear he's to... committed to the bit. You got to give him credit. Like he's not holding back. Mm-mm. All right. So we just had a commercial break. Um, I think this is when we're starting to. Yes, this is he's starting to talk. Uh, about an Vulcan ancient mind, Vulcan technique. But he's never done it on a human. Will it work? I don't know. Does Bones know what it is? Like, does he know what it is? I think it's. A, I think at this point, I mean, you would think that it would be a fairly well-known practice. At this point in time, they've been they've been with they've known the Vulcan people for a long time. You would think that not only that Vulcans hide the fact that they can do mind melds. Yeah, I'm sure that that's a fairly common knowledge amongst the Federation planets. I guess I don't know. I mean, we're, we're Jim, he, Bones didn't sound too confident about it just then. Well, he said if it'll work. He was the one. He was trying to convince him to do it. Spock was like, not sure if he should do it. Bones was the one we're like, you got to do it. We got to get inside this guy's head. Uh-huh. That's right. Spock is, is hesitant. I want there to be some real good, like Bones racism right now. Like, yeah, this seems really... like a good moment for Bones to be like, "You green-blooded, inhuman, <laughs> get in there and get what we need." You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he did not. I don't believe. No. Damn your Vulcan logic. Jim's in trouble. <laughs> yep. You know, that's the kind of thing you'd want Bones to be saying right about now. Yep, exactly. Instead, he's just standing there staring like a dummy. Even Screeny's not paying attention. Screeny's just like they yeah, changed. They changed where the the Vulcan mind meld fingers <laughs> are. Where does it go? Where do they normally go? 
It's that's well, like how they usually it's do it. Closer there, he nowadays they do it like he puts them on his yeah right under the eye, like the 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 one finger, right. the index finger is usually right under the eye. Yeah, the continuity on this show sucks. Yeah, Whatever. Know, what are you going to do? Well, this is the first do? time. Didn't <laughs> quite perfected the mind meld hand positioning. So many things had not been perfected. When they well, were. again, somebody wrote that into the script. They were like, and Spock performs a Vulcan mind meld. Right. And, and then, then they, they were like, figure out what, that what was. the fuck does that mean? <laughs> a Vulcan mind meld. Can he just look at him and does it? Does he have to touch him? What the hell is the Vulcan mind meld? <laughs> See, she doesn't even get it. Like, she's supposed to be the expert, and she's like, everything no. seems totally she's up to still, speed here. She's still fighting the fucking fight. <laughs> she's like... She's specifically the penologist. Yes, but she's not doing... She's not questioning no. any of she it. She bought in right from the start. Any of it. She's just Sounds like... Sounds great to me. Yeah. She has no need to test any of the equipment. Not only is she not questioning it, she's defending it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She thought he was there to fuck again. Yep. He's like, she was like, it's late. You could have asked me that tomorrow. That's what she said. <laughs> Did she say that? Nice. It, should I call you or nudge you? <laughs> yeah, Kirk is like, there's the something ner- it's wrong. It's called the neural neuralizer. Neural, is it neuralizer? It's the neural neuralizer. <laughs> I think that's what Spock just said. It's a mind dagger. Yes. It's a dagger it's of a the mind. Dagger of the-, <laughs> <laughs> the title gives it away. It tells I, you right from the very I beginning. I see what was coming. What's going to be about. His mind, sir. It's been daggered. It's been, he's been daggered, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> he's daggered, Jim. His mind's been daggered. Completely different acting happening. Oh, yes, he's he's now calm and subdued as the mind meld occurs. Yeah, well, Spock has that effect on people. See, that's more along the lines of what they normally this the the mind meld looks like, for his hand position now. Although he's getting, I don't know why you would mind meld with somebody's throat and cheek. It doesn't seem to be anywhere near the actual mind. The mind, <laughs> the mind is at the top of the head. That, if if physical contact was a part of the you'd mind think belt, it would just be like <laughs> that it would be more of a suction cup, more yeah. of a just a plunger, <laughs> yeah, a plunger, oh, just a plunger just right on it, top of the head, suck it right out of the part where right. the actual brain is. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this plunger on your head, and then I'm gonna hold my ear up <laughs> uh, to it, right? And Leonard is so and close. I'm gonna to hear him. your thoughts yes. through the plunger. Yep. And they got real close in that shot. It kind of went on forever. Whew. You could be real ugly and be on TV in the 60s. Yes. It wasn't like it is now. If you were a man. Yeah. <laughs> a little harder for women. Yeah. You never see an ugly and woman it's on television. still easier for ugly men to get on television sure. now than it is for ugly women. Sure. As you say. So he's... Is he going to get in this yes, thing? Yes, his plan is I'm going to test it His plan is let's try it out on me. Yes, that is his plan. 
I'm just curious. Kirk's like, I don't know what this thing does, so I'm going to sit down and yeah, turn it yeah. on. One exactly. of us has to do some goddamn science One of us here. has to do some investigating. <laughs> I, I know what that light is. I re- like. I want to say it's like from like a certain like Frigidaire like, like washing machine. It looks like almost like a microwave kind of a light. Yeah. Like, There's no way anything that was made <laughs> right, right, right. They just took something that already existed. No, they found something yeah. pre-existing and said, let's use this. Like, that is clearly a light. Like that's, The microphone? Yeah, her microphone is like a... a desk lamp. A desk lamp. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, now she's imprinting things yes. in his mind. and So she yelled out, hungry, and now he's hungry. So they're trying to test. Uh-huh. I will say, and she thinks this is all just great. Yeah, she's just like, wow, (laughs) it worked. That's amazing. So this person, no wonder these people are all happy all the time. (laughs) And her next trick is to like, you know, print print me with something more complicated. And she's like, let's change the story of our awkward moment at the Christmas party. That's the suggestion (laughs) she chooses to do. Oh, that's why they set. Okay, so that's what they were setting up in the first. Is to imprint in him that he actually sort of fell in love with her. Right, right. He whisked her away on this encounter at the Christmas. Now what? This is truly. I'm gonna bang you. There's no context of when they watch the 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 dream he has. Yeah, the dream sequence cut away. His memory of it now. Oh, this is great. Oh, that soft cut. Man, I know I've seen this episode, but I don't remember this at all. <laughs> They're all explicitly saying Christmas too. That's yeah. old yes. school. Yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. Not it's not like party. Space, our space holiday party. No, it's Christmas. Well, we've, already had, Christmas. we've already had an episode with Thanksgiving on the right, right. The Christmas chart. and Thanksgiving are never going away. That's <laughs> Even in the future, we'll celebrate Christmas. You know, it's hard to believe that in the future that they've created that a Christian religion would still really be have a strong force. Yeah, but, you know, they're just like, yeah, it's a Christmas office party. It's not like we were down at the church. I understand. I understand <laughs> that. But it's like, but they wouldn't have had that thought. Yeah, we probably would all like, you know, once we hear about the religion on Save <laughs> Our Three. Shatner's like, Ugh, I'm getting laid face. Yeah. <laughs> He's all smiling. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm liking the way this fantasy is going. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> the evil machines on Star Trek all only have one button too. Yes. Like on the on the clone episode, it was just like it was literally like a button to make the clone. Yeah. Like clone yes or no, you just push the button and it went. Look, they're simple. This one's a dial. You just turn the dial up when you want it to be. It's funny. Real daggery. It's funny because in in Star Trek. The walls are riddled with buttons and knobs. Yeah, but yeah, they only have like five of them. Anytime you need to do something, <laughs> you only have to push one, one of button. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you would think if there were that many buttons, it would be a series of switches Every button that you would have to push in order to do whatever you try to do. But no, they're all set to one. I guess there's a lot of things that go on in the starship. They need a lot of buttons to do one task. <laughs> that button actually has <laughs> nothing to do with buttons. Just, you know, to like... Call for coffee. Well, it was that, you know, like you like, said, <laughs> Yeoman Rand pushed the Kirk come bang I, I, I thought the button play. One episode. I thought the button play with Ted Cassidy and the android chick on that episode. 
<laughs> was, was, pretty, was, was pretty hot. Like, oh, oh, well, they were committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they and, stood back there and turned the dials and pushed buttons yeah, uh, like, for like a good five minutes. And it really looked like they were thinking, hmm, needs more red lever. Needs <laughs> yeah, more red. Oh, he blew okay, my We got to yeah, dial that red knob up because yeah. oh, we're going to lose them. And that was a two-man job. They both had to yes, yes. work there. <laughs> so... He's so just to catch us up. Kirk is now aware of what's occurring. Right. Yeah, right. but they're they're daggering him. Yeah, he's, he's being daggered. So he's trying to get in touch with the ship. Oh, he turned that <laughs> shit all the he way. He turned out. it up to eleven. <laughs> and right, and I was wondering why he couldn't reach them, but I figured it was because I don't know. I don't know why he couldn't reach them. He's saying the words into his quarter, recorder, tricorder, or whatever. Yeah, he's so talking. That is some real Shatner acting yes. right there too. That face he's making. We're up to the last break. Hey, good morning. I still think everything is fine. So yeah. is he daggered now? He is daggered, but he's yeah. now in love with her, too. Oh, because that he sunk in, the too. the new memory, right. Although, uh, he kind of just shakes it off in an instant. Yeah, somehow he breaks out of it real quick. I'm not, they don't really explain why. He just Sheer force is Kirk. You know, I, I think that's it, right? He, it's just... Kirk's you got can't wipe. You can't dagger James Kirk. He, he rolls. Yeah, the, he the put Kirk, the dagger in his mind, and his mind just spits it right back out. He rolls the. He rolls a natural twenty. In the, in Soviet Kirk Russia, fashion. Kirk dagger you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't make the story like they tried to turn up the the neuralizer full power, but. The strength of his mind destroys the yeah, machine. It, it yeah, it would have been great if it had like short circuited. Yeah. Like, <laughs> trying to like even he just can't be daggered <laughs> while simultaneously beating them all at 3D chess. Right. <laughs> See, they they He's in full predator mode yeah. now, and now she's all backing up. You're the one that gave him the goddamn yeah, thoughts, bitch. the one that wanted this in the oh first place. Oh, my God. I love this vent play. Oh, the duct, the, the massive air vent in this cavern, cavernous place. Yeah, coming from a video game background, this is what we call a video game vent. It's just perfect for, like, for a a man's, crawl man-sized exploration. Yeah, you need to find the... the well, that's, in, that's not just video games. That's move, That's everything. TV and movies yeah. does that all the time. The air vents are always big enough to that's carry people, for people to walk through easily. Yeah. <laughs> Even like a stretch. This one is really particular. She can almost stand. There's so much room in that air duct. Hey, it's a very resort-like penal colony. They need a lot of really good ventilation. So. We have central air. Fancy. <laughs> All your central air and mind-wiping needs. Come to Tantalus. Yeah, they wipe my mind, but they have central air. And a sauna. Join us on Tantalus 4. The ducks are man-sized. Oh, going left. Good choice. So do we, do we put her above the brunette from Mud's Women? I think so. She's got... Do you put her above all of Mud's Women? Yeah, I, I guess so, yeah. I think so. I think we have to take it. So number two, number two, number yeah. two. All right. It's hard to say because she doesn't have. She's not wearing one of those midriff, no. midriff bearing outfits that space chicks on yes, this show usually that wear. That's true. Well, that's what I say. But I do think that at this point in time, she can lay claim to hottest crew member. Right. So far, the other <laughs> girls that are on the list pretty much are. Right. And he I'll, just broke William Shatner's heart. That Yeoman Rand's not. not he. He oh, is not hot. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, and on the male side, still not a lot of competition. No. None, none competition. As no. Per con- contractual negotiation. Perfect. Yes, per William Shatner's contract. <laughs> they, when they decided to do the second pilot, they're like, get, they're doing this get again? Shatner. And he's like, all right. But I gotta be the hottest guy on the show. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the pilot? Yeah. No, no. Always. always. No, always. <laughs> At all times. And he's not even the hottest. That, that's one of the few episodes that does have an actually attractive guy on the show. Because his best friend is pretty good looking. Yeah. You have him as number one on the uh, I, oh. hot dudes. Okay. Well, I think I I think I updated that list once. Yes. So, well, there really hasn't been a lot of competition. Yeah, there's a, there's that, very little competition. You could add Lieutenant Bug Eyes to it somewhere. <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't know. But. Yeah. In this group, he's still technically top 50. <laughs> yeah. I think you've got him. So wait a minute. So Kirk says to her, do you know anything about hyperpower circuits? And she says no. She says no. And well, then he sends her anyway. Anyways, yeah. So confident is this penal colony in their beliefs <laughs> they, in how well they can reform people that they have the vent going that goes strict to the, to the, control the main room. Powers, <laughs> power room. And the power room is locked by a little switch lock. Okay, okay. This really made me excited because... They actually do give her a hero moment in this episode. Like, you think that she's just going to collapse and kind of like, oh, no, and, and give up. <laughs> but she does actually, like, put up a, oh, yeah. a she good gets fight, to be the, pushes the she, guy off. She doesn't, she doesn't, she, yeah, you're right. She doesn't wait for Kirk to come rescue her. Right. So open the door to the high voltage. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Now he says something about don't touch the two wires. I see no wires. What wires was he referring to that he couldn't, that she couldn't touch? Yeah. Some sort of general, like, I've warned you to be safe about the electricity, so now you have that knowledge. You know, that's it. Oh, he's turning the power back on. Low angle shot. So but in that amount of time, Kirk was able to escape. So look, oh, she, she, oh, look yeah, at that. She was playing possum there. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, now he's... Right into the... F- right the fuck out of him. Right into those wires he wasn't supposed to. Fuck do. you. We don't drink for you. You're not crew. That's right. Oh, they, they couldn't beam him up because of the... Thing. Yeah, there was a force field. That was also... That was also fucking up communication. I gotcha. They couldn't... They, they was... The force shield was... Affecting their ability to communicate. I guess. But like, and how, she goes back in the vent. But then how do you radio down and say, hey, drop your force field? Like, <laughs> so she waited like 15 yeah, yeah, seconds longer. Yeah. Kurt's that it would have inter- Interrupts communications, but whatever. <laughs> Don't it touch says me. high voltage right there. Yep. Oh, where's the security screen, though, guys? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sign. What is what is he doing? Oh, he's turning off the. He's turning the power back. Oh, he's turning off the. Who's turning off the force field? The totally completely turning it off. Then he turns the power back on. Which I'm not sure why. So that we can have a scene where the bad guy gets daggered by his own invention. His mind gets daggered, but there's nobody there to replace it. So he just goes completely blanked. <laughs> oh my god, the combat roll. 
There's no, I don't think there's any uh, inexplicable. There's no combat rules in this. Kirk nudity. No, no, there isn't. He, he doesn't jump into the air and kick someone. No. There's a lot of Kirk macking, man. He macks on this woman. <laughs> I love this look on Spock. Look at his look when he sees what's going on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Spock's like, I thought only you kissed. I kissed, got kissed like that, Jim. What the hell, bitch? <laughs> Uh, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> the light that comes on when it's off. He might. This <laughs> might be the first. He's dead, Jim. Oh, dead. Captain. He's dead, Captain. He's dead, Captain. He died of loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. He died Essentially, of loneliness. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He died, died from being alone. Huh. His mind was emptied and it had no, no direction. Now, I wonder if at this point in time, she is rethinking her entire <laughs> stance on this guy. And <laughs> She's like, you guys, I have to admit it. <laughs> I was wrong. My bad. I totally called this one wrong. Mea culpa. I, it I, seemed I, fine <laughs> when we first got here. I, I, How was I, I an acclaimed <laughs> penologist? <laughs> Have known that this was not on the up and up. <laughs> Sorry. I really feel like I re- let down the team. <laughs> I get it. I get it if I you're mad. I, I completely get it. I take full responsibility. Is he Paul? He's like fucking with him now. He's like, I'm, bit, yeah. I'm all zombie. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to make a funny joke. Ben Gelder. Oh, is Van Gilder now in charge of the prison? Yeah, I guess he would be next in command. They fixed him. Yeah, like we always talk about Bones wears that T-shirt. Yeah, he doesn't wear a full length. I believe in the next episode, he switches from shirt to velour and back to shirt. Oh, same scene. Oh, Oh wow! There's something. To, there's a little teaser for next I, episode, I'm, I'm you guys. I'm almost certain that that is something the case. to look for. <laughs> I'll point it out when we get to it, because the next episode, it's we're a, ending on a cliffhanger. They spend a lot of time on the bridge. Yeah. The entire episode is basically on the bridge. I don't think they. There may be one other. Nothing. <laughs> Kirk got the smirk there. Well, there you go, yeah. Captain Smirk. And we won't have to wait long for. Kirk Written by S. Bar David, yes. and whose actual name is Shimon Winselberg. Yeah. So clearly, he wrote under a non-Jewish name at the time, so he could get work. I don't know. S. Bar David sounds pretty Jewish to me too. <laughs> it, well, yeah. as as Shimon Rabbi Winselberg. Rabbi Ben David, you know, like, <laughs> well, I, I get it. <laughs> So anyway, are we done? That was, Can we uh, stop now? The end of that episode. Does anybody have anything they want to add before we sign off? I think 7.5 is it's fair. Seems, fair. Seems about right. Fair, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah he, he really, uh, I mean, they spent a lot of time on it, but like. Uh, I think the last, the last, once they find out what's going on, it gets pretty interesting. They just take a long time to get to that point. Yeah. 
a lot longer than they needed to take. And Morgan Woodward, he really some good. good that was goes, there was some classic, and there's some the good. There was a lot of good Shatner moments too. Yeah, because he was getting the the brain. The All dag- of that daggering, the was mind good. daggering that was going on. There was some solid daggering <laughs> the, happening. The, anyways, uh, this has been warped. I've been Sean Mason. I'm Matt Bibb. and Jacob. We'll talk to you next time.